0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all the live viewers out there with us right now. Hello to the replay viewers, especially. And hello to Gemma. Hey. <laughs> How are you this fine evening?
1: Cold, but other than that, not too bad. Can't go <sighs> Hi to everybody hey, coming in.
0: Hello to hey, TJ. Hey,
1: Gary.
0: Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the Mental Health Hour. This is episode 19, Gaslighting in Relationships. So Mm. gaslighting is another viewer requested topic that we discuss here on the Mental Health Hour. And we uh, gladly discuss anything that you guys want to throw our way. Um, As always, Gemma will probably throw the bio link in the comments for everyone. Um, please remember um, that if you if if you go on to our bio link, um, there's all of our socials and everything Mental Health Hour related. And you can uh, ask us an anonymous question if you'd like. Gemma, can you explain that a little bit?
1: Yeah, there's a form on there. And you can either ask us an anonymous question. You can put your name. You can put a false name or whatever you want. There is no way of us tracing who sent what. To us, And if you want to request a specific um, topic to discuss as like a a broadcast like we're doing tonight, you can also request that you can put your name to it, you can leave it anonymous, but everything is on there. And as I say, the form is completely 100% anonymous, there is no way that we can find out who sent that.
0: yeah, so feel free to use that uh, anytime, anytime throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can either go over it on the show or um, or not. Um, but you, it's still a great tool to have. You can reach out to us. We're, we love talking to you guys. We talk to quite a few of you, and we keep it completely anonymous um, outside mm-hmm. of the show. Um, we have people message us and uh Gemma and I both very much so enjoy responding to uh any messages that you guys feel like you want to send our way even if it's just to say hello so um Mm -hmm. absolutely uh please feel free to keep doing that no (laughs) um moving moving forward uh today we're going to talk about gaslighting in relationships and uh this actually goes hand in hand with our episode two weeks ago from uh, uh, narcissistic personality disorder. And uh, so we'll start, um, we'll start with a short video but first uh, Gemma, did you wanna say anything about gaslighting uh, before we get into the video?
1: Um, no, probably play the video and then we can talk about it then. I think that's okay. probably the best. Yeah. Hello
0: Molly, welcome on in, and Donnie, hey. welcome. Uh, welcome everybody to the broadcast. We're going to start with a short little video. It's about seven minutes, but it explains gaslighting uh, pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. As this is somewhat of a new buzzword, it's been around for a while, but it's it's definitely come more into the forefront here mm-hmm. uh, recently since um, it 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 deals a lot in relationships. But it also does a lot of very personal uh, friendships and politics and et cetera, et cetera. We're going to try and focus mm-hmm. mainly on relationships tonight um, just mm-hmm. because it kind of keeps it from being so broad and we can cover, it's all, like Gemma was saying, um, it, it's all the same information and easily transferable to other aspects of your life. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, for the purposes of this show, we'll just keep it with like the relationship uh, status. So sit back, enjoy the video here. This this is, like I said, about seven minutes and then we'll get into some discussion. And if you have Mm -hmm. any questions, feel free to throw them in the comments section while we play. Mm
2: -hmm. Today, we're going to talk about gaslighting. If you're wondering what that is, we'll explain it in this video. No worries, we got you. Despite how we may feel early in the morning, our minds are powerful things. But you know what they say about power, though. With great power comes... This is especially true when someone wants to control us and that power is used for nefarious purposes of manipulation. This can range from passive aggression to the more dangerous action of gaslighting. With gaslighting, an abuser executes several various actions and behaviors that manipulate the victim into questioning everything they feel, believe, and think, essentially eroding their sanity until they're at the gaslighter's mercy. This is the goal of the abuser, control. We understand this sounds worrying, so let's have a look at 10 signs it's not you. It might be gaslighting. One. You don't feel like you fit in anywhere. Do you feel like you're a complete outcast or somehow hugely different from others? This feeling is being artificially encouraged by the abuser. You're constantly having normal defined for you by this outside input. Further, they also confirm that you don't fit into its boundaries. Gaslighters do this so they can influence what you think about yourself. Thus, they maintain control. Two, you question and doubt yourself. No matter how you define yourself, having your own definition or image of who you are is fundamental. It helps us define our values and beliefs, forming the unique and valuable you. Unfortunately, one of the gaslighter's goals is to shred this definition through persistent lies, like you're remembering that wrong, or you never did that. The persistent contradiction is so intense that the victim can begin to doubt things they know about themselves, their memories, and their perceptions. If there's someone in your life who insistently acts like they know everything about you better than you do, they might be a gaslighter. 3. Your self-esteem is much lower since you've been around them. Have you ever heard or seen someone say, You used to be so outgoing, what happened? Or even noticed a marked change in yourself did this big change seem to occur right around the time a specific person entered the scene sounds like a drop in self-esteem self-esteem is closely linked to mental health and the national alliance of mental illness notes that having low self-esteem can lead to depression anxiety and even addiction abusers actually work to lower your self-esteem beating you down by bringing up your weaknesses and faults even if they're not true. This continues until you feel disheartened and believe you aren't worthy of healthy self-esteem. Four, you become depressed. Feeling unstable with your brain a mess makes you more susceptible to depression. To add to this terrible situation, your feelings of sadness and hopelessness are trivialized. The gaslighter will say things like, you're overreacting or you're just being lazy, get up already this obviously only worsens the situation five you're constantly guilt tripped you now have an unfortunate repeat round trip ticket for the guilt train welcome to blameville the abuser will blame you for several things twisting the truth and turning arguments around to dump the fault on you you may have nothing to do with any of these accusations but the abuser will continue to persist and insist until you feel guilty Six, you're frequently let down by them. Gaslighters typically don't keep their promises and their actions don't match what they say. They thrive on keeping their victims unsure and uncertain. You're constantly asking yourself, will they follow through this time? Do I need to make backup plans? They see no gain in consistently keeping their promises, so they don't. Seven, you are frequently lied to. Beyond being let down, outright lies are all too common from the gaslighter. We don't normally allow liars into our lives. We catch the lie, draw the line, and set the boundary. Gaslighters don't make it so easy, as their lies are so subtle in the beginning. Then they gradually lie more frequently and make it so common that the manipulated person can no longer tell the difference between fabrication and reality. 8. Your fears are used against you. Like a bogar from the Potterverse, gaslighters use your fears against you. This is a control tactic, scaring you into doing what they want. A gaslighter will build on that fear, so it becomes a go-to threat, warning that if you don't change your behaviors to their specifications, you'll end up alone forever. 9. You're isolated from others. If you find yourself wondering where your close friends went or why they're now barely acquaintances, this may be from manipulated isolation. The Gaslighter exercises others to push you to become more dependent on the only person left, them. They'll spread lies and sow distrust in you and everyone around you, making the Gaslighter seem to be the only reliable figure. This further benefits them as your isolation means no one knows what's going on with you. So, no one can help. And 10, you question everything. Normally, curiosity is a good thing. Asking questions helps us learn. So, of course, count on a gaslighter to ruin it. Now, you're not questioning for enlightenment or knowledge, you're questioning your sanity and every aspect of your own reality, destroying it in the process. The horrific repeated insistence that you're crazy, or you're making that up, eventually breaks down anything previously stable. Without that solid foundation, you start to wonder if all the terrible things they say are true. Do you see anything that rings a bell in your past or present? Recognize hints of any of these points in others, treated in the ways outlined above is not positive, normal, or healthy at all. Even though gaslighting can unfortunately have lasting damage, recovery is possible.
0: Okay. That was a short uh, seven-minute video from, I believe it's Psych2Go. But we'll put that information for that particular Mm -hmm. video towards the end of the broadcast. So um, if you want to learn more, uh, on anything mental health, they have a great website, um, and a lot. I think they have a YouTube channel as well. So. They do, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, so looking at that video, as I freeze up here a little bit, um, my internet's in and out. So if I drop off, Jim is going to run the show. Uh, but uh, oh, looking at that video, it, it, gaslighting. Uh, actually the video we just watched and all the, you know, reading I've been doing leading up to this episode, the video really portrays a lot of um, the, the, the talking points that I was feeling like, oh man, this was mm-hmm. totally me. I was, I was a gaslighter. So, I mean, a lot of people can, I, I mean, it's important to point out that we as a community, um and on this show and at this show and one of the things that we want to promote from this show is not only you know uh i've gone through this i've gone through that i've done this and but also take a look in the mirror and and learn about yourself some more and be able to be okay with saying man that sounds like me i was doing these negative things um And it's, it's so true with me. Uh, when I was drinking, hi, Dina D thanks for the award. Uh, when I was drinking heavily and you know, before I got sober, I was gaslighting left and right. Like I just reading about it. It was, it was nuts to be like, Oh my God, that's me. That's me. That's me. Um, and a lot of it was a lot of my gaslighting that I was putting off on my ex-wife or my current wife now. Um, or, you know my work or my friends um, was solely so I could continue to do what I wanted to do and mm-hmm. that was obviously drinking. Um, I didn't think I had a problem and I didn't I, I wasn't going to let anybody tell me any, other, any any other way that I had a problem. so I was going to manipulate the situation in any way I could to continue to do what I wanted to do. And that's gaslighting in, in and of itself. I mean, I was putting a, I was changing people's perceptions of me through manipulation, especially my, my now wife, um, she, she probably got it the worst. Now I wasn't, I wasn't abusive with it, but being allowed to continue to do the things I wanted to do made me more abusive, verbally abusive. Uh, I never put hands on anybody, but I, I was definitely an emotional abuser and a verbal abuser when I was drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, it's easy to get it's easy to let that happen to you um, when you're when you're uh, under the influence of substance. Um, not everybody is a happy drunk. Um, you know, and those are the types of things that I'd like to continue to put forth on this broadcast in particular. Um, it's not always, well, I've been through this and I've been through that. Sometimes it's, I've done that. And it's it's the ability to take a step back, look in the mirror and see how you affect other people or how you have affected other people at the same token. Thanks for the Burst Award, Michael. And welcome on in everybody. We're talking gaslighting lighting tonight. Uh, Gemma,
1: what do you have on the subject? Um, so I've experienced gaslighting both in relationships with exes and my parents as well. I wasn't I didn't realize till I was going through the counseling that I was having that you could be gaslighted by parents. I thought that that was just a normal thing, but then that's part of the gaslighting to make you think that that is normal. And that it's you, the one that is having that directed at you, that is out of your mind. You start questioning your own sanity. You start questioning everything that you once believed and shutting down on that to the point where, for a quiet life, certainly for me, it was just better for me to just accept everything that was given to me and just let it go. Um, but then that's part of the control as well that they wanted my relationship on the what was like my son's father and then previous ones as well was very physically abusive particularly one of them that was not the uh, father of my son but um, that took a lot of realising what was going on and to to get out of that it's just to to realise that that's what's happening and then to get out of that that's that's the hard thing but for someone that's doing that like you just said Tim to realise that after um and just to get the help and stuff like it did say on the video there is actually hope for it if you recognise that you're doing that depending on the reasons for it some people are just power mad and they will never change the way they are but it just depends on the reasoning for it as well um, but even to this day like my parents I, I don't ever think that that will change <laughs> um I've seen now that I've had therapy for it that they are capable of a relationship that isn't like that but then there is a little hint of it in there with my brother but not as much Mm -hmm. but then I strongly believe that the reason they do it to me is because when I was born I was born with health conditions from the get-go and like my mom, for example has told me twice that she was offered an abortion and then goes I should have taken it and then she said that when I was a baby they couldn't get because I was in plastic cast from toe to waist mm-hmm. and she told me that they couldn't get a push chair or anything to push me around in and she had to carry me around and that damaged her hip and even though she's not said that's your fault, I feel like that's where she's going with it, and I said to her a few times that like, I didn't ask to be born,
0: and that's one of the things that, that reigns true is that mm-hmm. a lot of uh, you know folks like that that would say something like that to their children. Mm-hmm. What you just said is perfect, like I didn't mm-hmm. ask to be born. Why are you putting this on me? you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. um, And it's true. And I think that's why I'm so very, very different with Thomas to the point where I I do regret some of my decisions as a parent because now I feel like I'm I've given my I've set myself up for a hard time as a single mother. Because Thomas gets away with way more than I would normally have let him. Because as a teacher, I'm like, if he was my student obviously like it would have been different but there's no way I would have let him get away with some of the things that I do as a mother if that makes sense but then as a mother I'm so determined and hell-bent on giving him a life and a childhood that I did not get and being very different to that of my upbringing and I want to protect him of the things that i went through both with my parents but the relationship that i had with his father as well because i i was upset by the fact that he could remember a couple of things that happened between us and i want him to know that there are healthy ways to have a relationship between partners um, that doesn't involve they say for example the woman at home cooking the man going to work or vice versa or like being summoned to do things and being abusive and being told you can't have friends you can't do this you can't do that and I want him to know that that is not life and I think that that I've put a lot of that onto him and I've had to realize that at the end of the day, he's only just turned eight. Like I've had to try and pull back a little bit because I was getting a bit, ugh, at first with it. Um, but yeah, sorry. There we go. <laughs> no, that's okay.
0: Um, thank you for sharing, uh, your experiences as well. That's what makes this show great—is that we have two people yeah. on opposite sides of the planet that can, and we it, it
1: helps reinforce that we can all come together on these topics Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so and that's what we're not trained professionals but we are just sharing our experience and i find i've taken great help from other people who've shared their experience and people on here as well who have shared their experience so that if we can do that for somebody else then that's that's our aim really isn't it
0: it is that is the mission statement here just sharing Mm -hmm. our experience strength and hope with others in the hopes that we can help somebody um, mm-hmm. not feel so lonely and not feel uh, like this is a um, yeah. you know a bad thing or uh, mm-hmm. something to be ashamed of um, yeah. it's certainly not and we're here like we said at the beginning of the broadcast you can hit us up on our bio link and talk to us anytime we love chatting with all of you that talk to us outside of the, the show um, mm-hmm. another quick reminder uh, for please help um, our our good friend Vegan Doe, mm-hmm. uh, who we had on the broadcast last week, uh, is out there walking the hundred mile walk, which is one hundred and sixty kilometers uh, in the UK uh, for the UK charity Mind, mm-hmm. uh, a great mental health charity, uh, raising awareness and helping out in many ways. Um, at, at very minimum, we ask if you wouldn't mind just going over to the, uh, link provided there. I think it's also in our bio link.
1: It is, it's Um, right at the
0: top. And, uh, just take a second to look through the page and, and read what it's all about. Uh, and if you feel inclined to maybe donate a little to the cause. So, Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Doe Darling, uh, for what, um, for, for taking the initiative to, uh, get out there and and walk for this cause. It's awesome. And uh, catch the replay with Doe from last week. Uh, Okay, moving forward with the gaslighting. So I'll go back again and touch for those of you just joining. um, Mm -hmm. uh, We watched a little bit of a a video. Uh, If you didn't get to see it, I, I do suggest checking the replay out after we're done this evening because it does have some great information um and i believe it's from psych 2 go which is yeah. uh, another uh, great um, resource on the interwebs for anything mental health related um mm-hmm. but uh, as i stated earlier it's not always just what uh what is happening to us It's sometimes we're doing the things and gaslighting i've learned Uh, is one of what was one of my crutches for uh, continuing to be able to do what I wanted to do you know Mm. Um, and and I I guess in the very thick of it um, of my drinking and everything it's funny to think that I wasn't just only gaslighting everybody I was gaslighting myself into thinking Mm -hmm. like I could I could I was fine you know and that's kind of scary to think that you can you can gaslight yourself too. Like, I mean, it, there's like, like I said earlier, I mean, we're keeping it with the idea of relationships, but I mean, corporate companies, they do it. Um, you know, politics, uh, religion, oh, yeah. everything, gaslighting is everywhere, but mm. we want to, we want to put forth a little uh, light. We want to shed light onto the relationship side of things because it can be a, an abusive environment, uh, emotionally, psychologically, um, can be, uh, you know, taxing on your, on your own mental health. Uh, Yes, and it happens in friendships too, uh, most certainly. Um, So uh, a lot of the information provided, and Gemma is going to go through some slides with us here uh, shortly. Uh, A lot of this information that Gemma is going to go over with us um, can be transferred, remember, to, you know, to friendships or to the corporate uh, business. I know Amazon. Uh, has come under a lot of scrutiny for the way they're treating their employees and whatnot. Uh, this is Facebook all in the news. We're not uh, we're not calling out Amazon or mm-hmm. anything like that, like to make that known. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm just pulling from the headlines. Um, mm-hmm. Facebook is is big in in the news right now. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, uh, gaslighting is is uh, a a corporate,
1: mm-hmm. a
0: corporate scheme as well Um, so Mm -hmm. Gemma if you wouldn't mind uh, taking us through some of these slides and uh, and imparting the wisdom that you do
1: I won't be able to see the comments because for some reason you have to scroll right across this page on mine so you just keep an eye on them while I'm going through yeah Um, right I'll pop them up then so narcissism which we went through not last week but the week before is very strongly connected with gaslighting and it says in here with the narcissistic personality disorder comes with symptoms of grandiosity, no empathy for others and an obsessive need for admiration. And spotting that, they the um, narcissistic gaslighter, they tend to come pretty much hand in hand, I've noticed, with everything that I've come across personally and both when I've had the therapy myself, um, they think that they are unique and gifted. In actuality, they, uh, their self-esteem is pretty fragile, and I think that's why a lot of the time they feel the need to put others down to make them above other people. Um, then they need others to think highly of them, so they they go out of their way to get praise and admiration from other people they can't handle the criticism or losing things they like if they get criticized for anything at all they they can't handle that they go out of their way to get like if somebody says something bad say for example on social media or something then they will go out of their way to make sure that it is known that that's happened and they want them to be dealt with very very severely um like banning for example it's like they can't cope with it they can they can give it but they can't take it and they're very very easily and deeply humiliated by that um just get the next one up um so gaslighting behavior example so like lying saying negative things about about you like the victim so the person that they're targeting indicating inadequacies causing you to be defensive causing like severe upset um, trying to damage somebody else's person and character then disputes if you attempt to call the gaslighter out on their lies they will escalate their tactics so like they go out of their way to make it so that they it's like they they can't accept that you know, if you're calling them out on that, then they're like, no, they can't accept that. They've got to go one next. They've got to have the final say in the things that they're doing. And if you call them out on it, they've got to go that one step further because they are the one that's got to have the final say. Right. right. Some examples here of gaslighting. Now, so they deny what they've previously said and ask you to prove it. And then that in that way, you'll start doubting your own memory. Start questioning the things you've done and said. Criticizing what you love to the extent that you start questioning even your own identity. Obviously lying to your face in a demeanor that makes you unsure of anything that you say. Occasionally doing nice things for you so that you'll stay confused. Like certainly with one of my experiences, like... I'd had something happen to me um, and I I got to the point where I thought I was losing my mind and then they brought me some flowers and that's a way of like because you start to question the things that are going on Mm -hmm. and then they'll like give you a gift for example and then you think oh they're not all that bad you know they've done this like a little
0: bribery kind of thing but usually
1: yeah like yeah definitely but then usually that gift comes with like a payback later on
0: strings attached yeah
1: there's always something there's always strings attached with that um projecting by accusing you of the things they might be doing for example lying so that you're constantly trying to defend yourself so you're always your defenses are up waiting for the next thing and then saying something completely different than what they're actually doing um that's the uh, a few examples there then we've got this one now I find this one quite full on but there's quite a lot of good examples on here Um, so common things that they might say like this is like common phrases from the gaslighter so what does gas sound gaslighting sound like rather than the behavior this is more like the the things that they will say so you're making a big deal out of nothing like always or you're acting crazy it's your fault I was just joking. You take everything personally. You're always twisting things. You're too sensitive. You're upset over nothing. You're imagining things. You made me do that. You're always making stuff up. You know I never said that. You're not thinking clearly. You know you sound insane, right? You're not thinking. Oh no, you're not thinking clearly. That's again. You're you're remembering things wrong. That's another way of trying to make you doubt your own memory. Uh just calm down, you're so dramatic. You always jump to the wrong conclusions and you're just being paranoid. Yeah. Um there that's like what gas lighting sounds like. No. Yeah.
0: Pull that and off. as uh as as Jim said, uh Hey Doe. Nice and welcome on in, in Chicago Land. Yeah, Jim's here, uh and Doe's here and Michael is still here. Um <clears throat> yes, uh, Jim said, uh, very funnily, that's, that's my boss in a nutshell. Um, yeah, we can absolutely, hey, man, how are you? We can absolutely uh, 100%. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people could put that into their work relationship as well. Um, uh, you know, it's not just an at-home thing. And as we've gone over, um, you know, it, it's out there and everything. And this, this information that Gemma so kindly just went over on those slides can easily transfer to um, any aspect of your life, uh, any relationship in your life and any, any, um, you know, working environment, uh, or friendship, all alike. Uh, So what, now that we know what we're dealing with, what do we do about it? What do we think about it? Um, How do we you know, better our lives when it all is coming uh, to a head. Now that we're now that we're starting to see things. So, like I was saying earlier, uh, for those of you just joining, uh, I was I was talking. Hi, Wolf Puppy. Thanks for the award. Um, I was telling uh, the folks earlier that it's not always, um, you know, something we want to do with this show is to educate and share our experience, our strengths, our hopes, our weaknesses. And in with the good comes the bad. So in in prepping for this episode, I'm reading a lot about gaslighting and and taking some notes. And I'm I'm thinking the whole time, man, this is me. This is I did this stuff. I did almost Mm -hmm. all of this when I was drinking. I was gaslighting Mm -hmm. my relationships. I was gaslighting my work. I was gaslighting everything so that I could keep drinking. So that I could prove to everybody that I didn't have a problem, and so I could manipulate the situation that better outcame me, or I got the better outcome out of the deal because I got to do what I wanted to do, and that was all that mattered. Um, so, so we use gaslighting as a way to get what we want, uh, manipulate the situation. It's done in politics all the time. It's done um, in the corporate world. And it's, it's all for – it's a very selfish thing um, in, the, in, the, um, in the grand scheme of it. So I wanted, to, I wanted to continue to drink, and I wanted to prove to the world that I could drink safely and that I could do it without any problems. So I gaslighted the shit out of my parents, my ex-wife, my now wife, uh, my work, my friends, everything, everybody in my life. I was gaslighting i was I was the uh, culprit, and I'm taking a look in the mirror while I'm researching the show, and I'm saying that it's not all about what we went through sometimes it's it's what we put out there. It's the product that we put out there for everybody to see. Um, and you know i I fully take responsibility for that, and now that I'm not drinking anymore, I feel like my gaslighting. I'm not I, I don't see it in myself as much anymore
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I, I I don't I think learning all of this about myself, learning about my depression and learning about what I've been going through the past fifteen years, um, has all come to a head with with my inpatient rehab stay. and I was able to take so much information. And learned so much about me uh, that I was um, just blown away about exactly what I was going through. And now I can move forward. Uh, I was talking with a friend earlier um, about this very topic uh, of learning more about yourself. You cannot take steps in the right direction of bettering your life or doing anything that uh, can potentially uh, better your mental health or, you know, Um, help you along the the road you're traveling unless you understand exactly what you're going through on the inside. So me not knowing, for example, a very short example, me not knowing the, the extent of my depression did nothing for me in helping me try and get the help that I needed because obviously I didn't think there was a problem. So then I just wound up gaslighting everybody and getting what I wanted out of it which was, I don't have a problem. I can drink all I want. Um, So, I mean, I feel like I'm being a little long-winded about it, but I just wanted to throw that out there as well. um, That, uh, you know, we are not perfect and we're not, um, we're certainly not up here trying to get on a soapbox and say Mm. that this is, you know, how you should live your life and what have you. We're just up here. Gemma and I come on. You guys invite us into your homes every week, and we're very, we're ever grateful for that. That you can listen to what we have to say and listen to our experience. Hi, Lucia. Welcome on in. Hi, Veda. Um, Hi. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not just uh, all about what happens to me. It it's a lot of also. It can be what what I'm doing to people. So, yeah, like I said, I was definitely gaslighting and um, I'll leave it at that Um, for my for my personal uh, side of things on this one. It's it wasn't that I was gaslighted. uh, I was gaslighting everybody else so that I could get what I wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. What else do you have on the information so far there, Gemma?
1: Well, like, the fact that you realised and put change to that is huge because, as I said earlier, people will gaslight for different reasons and if you can, like, notice that and start to put change to that, be self-aware of doing that and are willing to make that change, then that's, like, that's brilliant. There are some people out there that do it constantly and will never ever change because they have to feel like they are more important than other people they have to bring other people down to make them feel superior and like my experience both with my parents and then previous relationships there was the only way with especially with the relationships that I was ever going to escape that is to escape the relationship because it was very obvious that he was never going to change so my only way out of that was to get out of the relationship um because otherwise I I dread to think where that would have gone but it's trying to notice that that you're in that situation because gaslighting makes you think that it's yourself that's going crazy like I have genuine memory problems now that are like silly little things like I'll lock the door go to the car and like think did I lock the door and did I do this did I turn that off and a lot of that is to do with the fact that when I was in those relationships I was made to doubt my own memory because I'd think and I'd say, I, I did that, or I did this, or this is what happened. And they'd be like, no, you didn't. It happened like this. And if that's constantly happening repeatedly in a relationship or in any kind of setting, you start to think, well, could I be wrong? Is that something that happened? did I Did I do that? And the more and more it happens, it starts to literally tear your walls down to the point where you think well I must be wrong and with all the other things that are thrown into it like they'll be telling you that you're useless that nobody's like you're no good and you've done this wrong you've done that wrong and you're thinking well I must be wrong because I'm this and I must be wrong because I'm that and it is yeah like those said it is really really cruel and I mean, there's different types, like you said. Yours was for wanting to do what you wanted to do and so that you could make sure that you didn't feel like you were doing something wrong. It wasn't necessarily about controlling a other person per se as allowing them to carry, to let you carry on with what you were doing. But mm-hmm. certainly with the ones that I experienced, it was about controlling me making sure that I never left the house, making sure that I was the one that stayed home, did the cooking, the cleaning, the washing, the looking after the children, like everything. And with my parents as well, even as such as last week, um, for example, I was given a decision to make. Like, I'm not going to go into details of what it was, but they said, right, you choose. Do you want this option or this option? And then you start overthinking things, trying to think into the future, like, Well, if I pick that option, then that's going to happen. And if I pick that option, that's going to happen. And sometimes you don't pick the option that you want that you know is for the best for you. But you end up picking the option that you know they want so that you've got a quieter life. And that's certainly what I've been doing for the sake of my son. Now, if I didn't have a child, I'd have been like, and I'd have gone. I would have but for his benefit and to keep a quiet life i know they're doing it now it took me many many years to realize that was what was going on but i like they give you the options and it's like well if you do pick the one that they don't want they're going to make your life miserable for it Mm -hmm. and they'll just keep going on and on about it and nitpicking and like pulling you to pieces about it yeah and it's like they're giving yeah. you a choice but then they make you feel like you're bad for choosing that choice they'll give you really a choice, choice only your own There's never a choice they're making they'll you think they'll give you that a choice, choice but
0: then they'll push you into the direction of the, the answer yeah. they're looking for it's yeah, 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 yeah it's completely manipulation and boil
1: the tied if you choose the one that you want and they don't mm-hmm. um, because like on the very rare occasion that i've done that it's like you will not hear the end of it. They'll be constantly at you, at you, at you, to the point where you'll either break and say, okay, I'll do that instead. Or, like, again, you just start to break down and doubt everything. And, like, oh, well, I am a bad person. I shouldn't have picked that because, like... And they they do. They'll make you think that you were selfish for picking that. And it's, like, you know it's it's cruel it's very very cruel certainly
0: certainly is um mm. and just to re-go over for those of you just joining um just to re-go over some of the slide to hear that gemma went over what does mm-hmm. gaslighting sound like uh well, from your end if you're being gaslighted you know you're going to hear the things like you're not thinking clearly um you know just calm down you're being dramatic uh Hi Anthony, how are you? Welcome on in. You're imagining things, you're upset over nothing, you're too sensitive. All of these all of these um talking point or um potentially could be gaslighting um mm. in the workplace, in your friendships, in your relationships at home, etc. And uh I'd just like to point out that not everybody that says those things is gaslighting you so we should we should also throw that out there like just if somebody yeah. calls you sensitive uh, or something they're not always gaslighting you like if, um, yeah, yeah but if it's a constant and ever present mm. thing in their life that they just seem to be like you said Gemma pushing you towards the the decision or giving yeah. you a choice and then pushing you towards exactly where they want you to be so mm-hmm. almost like you come you came up with this great idea but really they just manipulated yeah, you steering
1: you in the direction hmm. in which they want yeah. and if you start to like come off that track they will steer you back on to it whichever way possible yeah. but make you think that you actually did that and you were the one that chose that so then that if it goes like wrong it's your fault you chose that you did that and it oh there's so many yeah, aspects. then
0: yeah they have a scapegoat now too, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh it works out in their favor no matter what. I mean they get what they want and then if it if it falls flat then they don't have to take the, any of the blame. Um mm-hmm. so I mean that that's a classic example of some workplace uh stuff like Jim and um Lucia were, were talking about in the comments. That's classic workplace gaslighting. Um, you know, the micromanaging, the, uh, the, the pretending to uh, allow you to have this brilliant idea. But really, they, they were just steering you in that direction the whole time. And then also, if the idea is no good, they don't mm. have to take any of the blame. Um, yeah. it, it all falls on you. Um, mm. Classic workplace stuff. Um, mm. And I do appreciate everybody coming in. and I, We appreciate all the awards here. Um, it does uh, really help support mental health. Uh, we, I put all of the award money that we get here towards um, my home group AA, so it goes right back into a uh, a good place um, as soon as I can cash it out. That's it's already earmarked for it, so it's mm-hmm. going to AA to help um, to help the AA group that I um, co-founded here at Frederick for for first responders. Um, So thank you guys for all the award money as always. And thanks for joining us every week. We love talking to you guys. We love seeing you guys talk to each other in the the comments section. Um, It's really great uh, to see how many people are affected by the different topics we come up with every single week um, thank you guys for the one awards, Dina and Med um, and Michael for the great discussion award. Uh, it, it really is great to see what everybody thinks about the topics that we come up with. And this is our second episode now that we've done uh, that we're that was a viewer uh, chosen topic. Yeah. Um, so Gemma, throw, throw it in the uh, comments one last time here. Um, and if you can throw those uh thing in there again as well
1: it is on um, the bio link as well it it's is right. on the bio it's link bio that's true. it's here as well
0: but well while, while uh while we're winding uh wrapping up this episode i'd like to take uh the opportunity as i said to thank everybody um and don't forget tonight is catalyst wednesday uh with jim in chicagoland 11 p.m eastern time um what is that 8 p.m on the Pacific side of the country. Uh, and there in Chicagoland, it'll be 10. Can you prevent it from raining? I don't think I'm that good. Um, but we can, we can sit here and, and enjoy a candle just the same. It's all about the conversation. If you haven't been to Jim's Catalyst program, please, I implore you to go check it out. It's great conversation, great folks. And it's a great way to kind of relax uh, mm-hmm. towards the end of the middle of the week. Everybody's nerves are high. Let's get to that weekend. Um, and also, uh, Doe Darling is in the comments mm-hmm. with us again this week. Uh, yeah. We did it. We did an episode with Doe last week. Um, and please go check out the tinyearl dot slash vegan dough.
1: Yeah. Uh, it sounds very. Horrible.
0: It's in our bio link as well. At very minimum, um, go check out the website and and read about what the walk is about. And uh, it's for the UK charity Mind uh, for Mental Health. And uh, those out there uh, doing 100 miles or 160 kilometers uh, this month of October for that charity, raising money, Um, you can donate to Doe and uh, on that website and just read about the story and what, uh, what Doe is out there doing. Um, so we greatly appreciate uh, Doe coming on the show last week. And that was one of our best episodes uh, to date. Um, I think everybody really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this topic as well, gaslighting. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was very nice and different to be able to talk about something on this program that affected me in a very different way. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, I, all, you know, all the time that we've been doing this show, it's all been about our experience, uh, our, our experiences with the topic at hand and how we've dealt with it this is the first one where I was able to take a step back and say, Hey, I was the aggressor here. I was the one that was screwing up. I was gaslighting. Um, And I, I can't stress enough that it, you know, it's still okay. I mean, it's not a very nice thing as we've, it's a cruel thing, but I've, I've recognized it now and I've certainly addressed my own mental health and I've addressed um, things that I want to better, now that I'm not drinking mm-hmm. anymore and how to make myself a better person and a better husband this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, realizing that I was gaslighting is uh, huge um, because I can, I can move forward with one more thing up here, knowing that I can, I can mm-hmm. be better at. Um, and I, like I said, it's certainly gotten a lot better all on its own with just taking the alcohol out of my life completely. Um, so uh, but now that I've done all this research for this episode and and read about it it's just very eye-opening I was going
1: to say that did you find that doing the research for this episode and going through what we've got together that it brought more to you than you knew like have you found this educational yourself as well
0: oh absolutely 100% every day Um, is a school day (laughs) yeah so I mean and that's the thing with with doing these episodes, with doing the Mental Health Hour, and with um, with my recovery, with anybody's recovery or their road to uh, recovery, uh, you have to keep learning. You have to keep uh, making yourself better. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that very much. So um, you have to keep you have to keep moving forward. You can't stay stagnant. You can't stay stale. You, there's always something to be learning and this week's episode proves it like I, I learned a lot about gaslighting and I learned how I how I was gaslighting people and it's not an easy thing to come to terms with when you're in when you're in the wrong but mm-hmm. it's also so liberating to be able to recognize it and to be able to take a step back and say I I was causing harm in, in a way and I need to make a change and make things better. Um, And it really does help you keep on that right path for your own sanity, for your own soundness. And uh, yeah. Uh, So thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And Gemma, do you have any closing remarks before we get out of here for the week?
1: Um, Not specifically on the gaslighting stuff. I just want to thank everybody for um, being here in the comments, for the replays, for the chatting between us thank you jim for the uh comment you made as well that means a lot and uh um but just thank you for the continued support that's what we're on episode 19 now and without people like watching and interacting we wouldn't have got this far like that's what i picked you up on i started on five yeah i was episode five yeah. and we just picked up from there and like i'm always grateful that we found each other and Did this because I think that I was just going to type it in but I don't need to continue typing it now but I think that even if we can just help between us like help one person Mm -hmm. then that's something you know I mean I I know I've taken some stick in the past for some stuff but my aim is to try and share my experience not to brag but to try and help other people. Um, That's
0: what it's all about.
1: You know, because as I've said, I've been at the lowest of the low where I've had no one to help me get up from rock bottom. And if I can just help one other person to get the help they need before they hit the rock bottom, then that's good enough for me. Absolutely. So, yeah.
0: It's mm-hmm. a great place to end, and I thank you for, yeah. for sharing that. Just real quick, uh, one more thank you. To Michael Murray, Wolf Puppy, Dina D, Jim Chicago Chicagoland, the Med and Doe Darling, for all the awards and the continued support, and thank you everybody for being here and listening to us, and uh, and and giving us an opportunity to come in and talk to you about some awesome topics and uh, things that affect all of us on a daily basis. So thanks for tuning in again, guys. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. And we'll be back uh, with another great topic on the Mental Health Hour.